20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. I just took off my clothes and I had to do it. Talking about swinging, or as it's known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to give you some monogamy. Technically, an orgy requires a minimum of six participants. This is a new generation of swingers. Babes are coming at you on Friday, Saturday, by Sunday, your nuts gonna be drained. Oh. 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 Hi everyone, welcome to Swinging Around, episode 12, the swinging podcast about swinging and sex. I'm Cal. And I'm JB. So today we're going to veer off a little bit from the swinging topics and focus on sex. Yeah, yeah. We always say that this is a swinging and sex podcast. Well, today's going to be more of the sex. I like the sex. <laughs> Who you does? like the sex. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, I think you like the sex too. So um, specifically, we're going to talk about anal sex or anal play in general. So that should be a fun episode. But before we get to that, I'll do a little bit of updates about what's going on uh, with us. So um, we announced a few episodes ago that I'm pregnant, so that's limiting our swinging ability. And it's also forcing us to be a little bit more creative in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. So there's certain positions that when you're pregnant you just can't get into anymore um, for physical reasons or just because you're, you're... body shaped weird yeah we've had to say goodbye to missionary which is uh-huh. a favorite of you know vanilla missionary standard but it's an oldie but a goodie and... i get off in missionary better than pretty much any other position so to not be able to do missionary is uh it's daunting so <laughs> in in placement of that we've gone to sex on the side we've gone to doggy style um with uh, extra stimulation in the front but what we found, or at least what I found, I don't know if you agree with me, Cal, but what I seem to get the most pleasure out of is the sex swing. Yeah, yeah. The, the sex swing, we got that back when we bought our house, and it had been the sex swing was something we'd wanted for a while, and when you're running an apartment and then running a house, you don't really have room to put, put up the sex swing, or but you don't really have the means or the ability if yeah. you if you're renting to put to put it up you're not going to put a fixture in the ceiling put a fixture because we have it fixed in the ceiling they do have those big stands mm-hmm. those that, have a big footprint i mean you really have they're to put a big it footprint in the, because you have we're, to put it like in the middle of your living room or you something you have to put it you have to put it in the middle of the room and i'm not sure how if you're able to collapse it or take it down i'm sure you are but even then so then it's not spontaneous you can't just get the swing out put it on the eyelet and be good to go you got to mm-hmm. get it out and either either you have this gaudy thing that's taking up a bunch of your room yep. or or you have to get it out you better and hope assemble that you it. don't have any uh friends or family members that just decide to pop over for a random chat yeah but even us we have the two eyelets in the bedroom that they're for hanging plants who <laughs> would hanging plants in the in the bedroom though we have one well, that's i don't know some people like plants we have one that's in the middle of the bedroom and then one that's directly over the bed that's uh, for uh a uh like a veil you know how people put those over their beds like a curtain it's for a curtain no <laughs> no <laughs> see but... I'm, I'm trying to think of uses for that because we're invariably going to get that question from somebody at some point no one's asked us i'm sure it's been seen before and we've given people tours of yeah the i house. don't i don't think anybody's nobody's at, asked us about it although i know that my dad when my dad was over when we were 
when he's been in the bedroom, he's looking up at those eyelets, giving him a <laughs> contemplation, didn't say anything, but then just walked out. So who knows what was going through his head. Well, his and head. your dad's a pretty vanilla guy. I assume that he's heard of a sex swing, but if he hadn't, I wouldn't be surprised either. I can't imagine that he's, I mean, I could be completely wrong because nobody, I feel like nobody knows uh, about this side of our lives. This, uh, yeah. So I could be completely wrong about him, but he's. He probably just looked at it and had even no idea. He's probably like, what are, they, what are these doing here? Uh, children sometimes like to think about that as uh, towards their parents, too. Like, it, you like to be a little naive about your kid, your parents' sex life. And the fact bit. that he didn't ask me, he's he's pretty inquisitive. So I I guess, actually, the fact that he didn't ask me what it was and just looked at it and walked away. <laughs> he probably maybe. had some ideas in his head anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if you haven't seen a sex swing before, Google it. But I'm sure most of you who are listening to this have. But... Well, you know, not necessarily. It's, it's Let's describe a, it a little bit. So it's 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 basically a series of straps that you suspend either from a ceiling or from a, a stand, and it's it's a strap that you would sit in like a swing. Mm-hmm. But then there's also a strap for either leg to help you uh, hold them open or keep them up so that you're not supporting all of your weight. Um, there's usually a strap for your upper back. And I've seen some with neck neck straps. Some yeah, neck ours straps. ours doesn't have a neck strap, but we need to we need to fashion one. We That'd need to be, be nice. makers and make a neck strap for it because I know that you'd really like a neck strap. I mean, yeah. And I've been in it too, and not near like only a couple of t- handful of times compared to you. And a a neck strap like would definitely be nice. Mm-hmm. I know when I'm watching you, you're kind of holding your neck up, and so we should we should make that. And so yeah. it's it. What, what's also really nice is it's got the um. Most it's pretty standard, I think. Not all, but it's most have a spring mm-hmm. that. Yeah, there's there's weight requirements they recommend for using the spring. Yeah, yeah, I think to use the spring, you need to have combined weight of the person in the seat, and then if if the person who's not in the seat is putting any weight on it, I think the combined weight they want is um max two hundred pounds. Yeah, it, it probably varies my model. Something too. like that. You can yeah. purchase some from different places, but. It's a lot of fun. It's it definitely helps get deeper penetration. In some cases, it it allows for great positioning for oral sex for from both of us. And yeah, it just I mean I guess we didn't set out for this to be a review of the sex swing. No, but, but I might as well since we started started talking about it. But what's really awesome is just the amount of variety of positions and even just the the. The little differences in the positions that you do do when mm-hmm. you when you're if I'm you eating do do <laughs> if I'm eating you out you know you can kind of the, because the the swing is on an eyelet it can just rock just like any other mm-hmm. just like a swing yeah I can kind of rock you push you a little bit kind of yeah get a I little... can like swing into your face like hump your face you gotta be careful though because there's teeth <laughs> but yeah yeah I mean you you can do fun stuff and you know push you out and have you come back in mm-hmm. into my face and and into my cock but even the little things like when i'm just eating you out like the freedom like when you're laying on a bed you're stationary when you're in the swing you're not stationary you mm-hmm. can be moved you can i yeah. can extend my arms and push you out a little bit or bring you in and yep. i have more flexibility in terms of positions and yeah it's it's fun and then when we're doing missionary or any other of the sex positions you get the bounce going from the spring which is really fun you yeah it, you just get that weightless, like you get the positions, and for the most part, it's pretty much standing up sex. I mean, we do have the eyelid over the bed, and we've uh, done some stuff that's over the bed that's not standing up, but it's a that's not quite as easy to pull off. Yeah, it's more of like a novelty because I can put your cock in and then rotate around it, like spin in a circle, which isn't something you can really do 
outside of being on the swing, but it, it takes some finagling to get it set up because you have to adjust the straps just right to be at the right height above the bed and make sure you're comfortable. You know, it takes, it's, it's a lot less spontaneous. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the sex swing is a novelty for sure. We don't, be, before before the pregnancy, we weren't getting it out all that often, mm-hmm. and you'd pull it out every now and then. But it's just fun; it's really different. Yeah. And so, if you have the means, I I think it's awesome to put up. If you yeah. have ever thought about getting one, I I highly recommend it getting them. It adds to the variety just in the bedroom of what you can do. And at this point now, it's a way for us to recreate missionary without me laying on my back because that's the key piece. Is I'm not supposed to be laying on my back. It's it's not healthy at this point in my pregnancy. But in the sex swing, I don't have to worry so much about uh, pressure on the lower half of my back, and I can still face you during sex. We mm-hmm. can still look at each other, which is nice because you don't really get that in sex from the side or sex from doggy, and and I can get some actual stimulation on the clit from you in the front, which is nice. So it's it's turned out to be a blessing in disguise. Yeah, I mean, we never we bought it way before you were pregnant. Before we 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 were even considering mm-hmm. getting pregnant, we just bought it for fun, and it is fun when you're not pregnant. But it it it's really nice when you are. You get yeah. that freedom to because you know you're getting a little bit bigger, and it's getting tough for you to get in certain positions. Side side sex, I don't mind it, but after a while, that's, that's yeah, that's a position that I don't want to be in all the time. It's not my favorite. It's harder to hump. I feel like in side sex. Well, it's, it's, you get that, in the side sex, it's like You're the like weird... spoon humping. Yeah, like, like the spoon humping. You get the weird, like, fish fish thrusting going on. It's kind of like two <laughs> fishes just, like, flopping yeah, around together. And... I hadn't thought of it as fishes, but, like, mermaid style. Yeah. It's like mermaid sex. That's I mean, funny. It, it's it's still good. I can still get off that way. We both can, but... Yeah, it... it... I need a little bit more stimulation in the front. Like, if we're going to do that, it helps if you eat me out first. Kind of, like, rub one out before, before we get going. <laughs> Time to pump. Prime the pump, yeah, that helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. I was just thinking about the session on the sex swing we just had the other day, where you like you with with the pregnancy. I feel like you need oral even more. It's it helps even more to get you going. It's even. I mean, I mean, am I right that it's even? Well, I think it's always been that way. I don't know if it's any more the pregnancy or not. I think just the limited position and not being able to be in missionary, which is definitely. My favorite position, maybe maybe that's what it is you're uh, observing, but I don't think it's any more difficult to get me off right now. I'm horny as fuck, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As long as baby's not kicking while you're having sex, then all is good. He's pretty good about that. Not we, that he knows. Yeah, so far, I haven't really had any uh, any sexual activity during, during or and no baby activity during sexual times, yeah. except for today. Oh, that's right. Today, today I was giving you a little bit of a rim job, and he started to kick, and I was like, "Oh, this is getting awkward." <laughs> yeah, with the anal show, we're like, "Hmm, I haven't had you haven't ventured downtown on me in a little while." Mm-hmm. So, and you've been feeling it too. You mentioned it earlier this week that you were you were looking forward to a rim job, and I actually just ended up playing with you with my fingers instead. No, you didn't. Not today. Yeah, no, earlier in the week. Oh yeah, yeah, earlier in the week. So yeah, I was. Uh, we just got done working out. I was nice nicely showered which we'll get into with it's probably a good time to transition to the anal the the anal topic in general but yeah. you know i just showered and i'd been feeling feeling the rim there like tongue on the, the the tongue on the ass feels really really good and i have to say there's something weird about having the tongue touch i don't know if you experience this but when your tongue touches the 
the mucous membrane of the ass, like it makes my tongue tingle. Like the tip of my tongue kind of tingles from that region. It's kind of weird because maybe because it's like warmer or there's something else going on down there. I never but... get that. I or when I'm when I'm. I don't know. Maybe you've got a magical asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but that's a good. It's good to start off talking about. We'll we'll get to you in a little bit, but it's, we can start off talking about overcoming men i mean me having to overcome yeah the stigma that is around uh ass play with 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 men there's that yep. there's that stigma that that stupid stereotype that any kind of ass play means that you're gay means that you it has all the connotations that you've ever heard and it doesn't it doesn't matter if you're heterosexual homosexual whatever you are ass play feels good yeah, it, there's, it there's totally stimulation feels good, down but there. It, it takes it takes a little bit of time to to let yourself get to that point. I know you know you start thinking, I wonder if that would feel good, and then it's like I don't want to, I don't know if I want to ask her to do it mm-hmm. because I don't know if she'd be up for doing it, and I don't know how it would feel, and I don't know if I'll like it anyways. Yeah, I think women, at least for me, have similar fears to get over because it's the ass, it's dirty, it's a forbidden hole. I mean, women in general tend to not talk as much about their sexual experiences or their, or their masturbation. And, I mean, I think a lot of women hide it, hide the fact that they masturbate, even though we all know women probably masturbate almost as much as men, if not as much as men. I think, you know, TV shows like uh, Sex and the City have helped women open up more and talk more about those sorts of things. But they still don't really talk about anal. No, no. Like, and... If you think about TV shows and... Definitely nothing on mainstream, but even if you think about things that are on HBO and Showtime and whatever, the the raunchier TV shows, raunchier movies, even then, anal's not something that's portrayed very often. No, no, and it's, it's still it joked really about. It's kind as... of a full pot. Like you stay away from anal because, no pun, well, pun intended, it's dirty. Yeah, you. It really still has that connotation that it's it's you know you're a dirty bird if you yeah let, if 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 you let yourself be played with down yeah, there and, or and if you're a woman and you let yourself or and and you let your guy fuck you in the ass yep. then you're and i'll raise you know, my hand and say slut, i don't talk about anal with my friends and i've meant you know we all know that i have sex it's been mentioned that we all have sex and sex has been a conversation that's been had somewhat amongst myself and my lady friends but masturbation hasn't really been talked about and anal definitely hasn't been talked about i even in in college you know i was in a sorority never really got mentioned i have two friends that i can think of of all the people that i've known who've ever even mentioned anal in general yeah it's and it's so crazy because the the nerve endings down there i think i mean just like anything there's gonna be people who like it more than others but i think in general it's safe to generalize and say that many many people find it pleasurable mm-hmm. and or could find it pleasurable. or could if yeah. they let themselves i know plenty of straight people who say you know i would never i would never let that happen i would never mm-hmm. i would never let her go back there i'm not gay i know that there was a local radio program that uh we used to listen to the djs are currently in a state of transition they moved from one they they stopped uh their gig at the one radio station, but they would always, they were the morning show, local morning show here in Detroit. And they would always, and they were the raunchy show. They yeah, were the they raunch- themselves on being progressive and raunchy. They were the raunchy show here in the market. And they would, they 
it was so annoying every single time they would always talk about anything and everything sexual, but God forbid that anyone mention or that they even contemplate the idea of having any kind of pleasure down there or, or, or that it could even be possible. They were mm-hmm. still old school that any kind of anal play definitely means that you are gay or you know, that or it, dirty. Or that, or dirty. that it takes away your masculinity and yeah. that is it's ridiculous it's just so so pervasive throughout throughout society and i know that we've talked about it before you know not blaming society about things but people just i think that that idea is, is still so pervasive throughout throughout mm-hmm. things i mean and there's a lot of th- societal stigmas aside there's still a lot of things to get over because i know you put yourself in a really in a really it's, vulnerable position you have i know to be vulnerable especially as when a, you're playing with someone when, when when you're a guy and you're having sex you're used to being the one in the power you're thrusting yeah. when you do anal play you really got it you spread your legs it really puts you in a in a place of vulnerability you know a it's place... a viewpoint of your partner that you would never see before <laughs> today when we were we were on the couch and i was getting ready to do give you a rim job you Reared back, spread your legs, and spread your 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 ass cheeks wide open. <laughs> How often do you see that on your partner? Hell, you don't even see it on yourself. Like no. you've got a better view of my asshole than I have. So oh, yeah, definitely. It reminds me. We just watched what was was it last night? No, it wasn't. Was it two nights ago? We watched that new Judd Apatow movie. This is forty. Yeah, and it had that funny scene with Paul <laughs> Rudd did, yeah. when when Leslie Mann walks in, and there he is, just spread his. He's just. Like I'm, he's I that's in the, the exact same position. That's the picture. Except yeah, there's a mirror in front. He's position. got a flashlight and an iPhone. <laughs> he's trying to get a picture of his ass. That's the position that I picture. Like I mean, that's how I, I am when when I'm like. That's exactly when, how you are. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's funny because in the scene he had some something going on, and it was it was, and he wanted her to check it out, and mm-hmm. it was a pretty funny scene. It she she determined that it was a hemorrhoid and put his mind <laughs> at ease because he didn't know what 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 the hell was going on. But. Yeah. So what got you first wanting to explore anal? I think it's just, well, I know that it has, that it's, it's something else sexual that there's, it's a sexual place on my body that I wanted to explore. I I didn't want to, I wanted to see if I'd like it or not. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's the idea that there's, that from a younger age, you know, watching porn, you see that people do have anal sex, and it's like, well, people, mm-hmm. some people like that. Women, uh, you, you always see, I mean, in heterosexual porn, you see women having anal sex, but yeah. you, you know. Well, that. I mean, that's really what kind of got me to want it to be curious, is in porn, you see a lot of women doing it, and yeah, a lot of women's orgasms in porn aren't real, but I think a lot of them are. Or, or at least highly believable. So that's, that's <laughs> highly believable. That's the... that's kind of what got me into it. I mean, I had a college friend who was really into anal, and I kind of wrote it off as the alternative to sex with condoms and and using birth control. So did she not still use condoms? Was it was she was in a in a regular monogamous relationship so oh. well then it wouldn't be then they're probably not and then i mean just using that example they probably weren't having regular uh vaginal sex with a condom either probably not i guess but they, they had anal sex more often than vaginal sex she preferred it and i thought well huh you're crazy <laughs> but it, it still planted a seed like well she really likes it maybe i would too at the same time it was never something that i was really like I was satisfied with my current sexual life, so I wasn't really looking to pursue it. But it's just like the more I'd watch porn, the more I, I would see DPs and things. It just got me curious. Yeah, yeah, I, I 
I mean, I mean, I think you brought it up too because I hadn't really played with myself anally until after you and I had started talking about it and realized that, and we'll talk about this more, but it, it really is a procedure you have to procedure. I make it sound <laughs> medical. It's it's something you need to work your way into, or at least I did, and I think most people end up needing to work themselves into it. And yeah, yeah, you need to with explore it. with yourself and. It actually wasn't too like only in the last few years or so have I really got more involved with that. We bought some toys that I can use uh, with myself. In and... fact, I gave you one for your birthday. <laughs> you did. You did. So where was I going? Oh, that. No, now I lost my train of thought. That we were talking about kind of getting started in playing with yourself. I still lost my train of thought, okay. but but well... yeah, you have to you have to really. I know. Well, I know. I know what I it was. It's... It, that I didn't want to close off any doors that potential doors. I mean, I find mm-hmm. out if I like it or I don't like it, but it's there's there's people who do this. Let's explore it and see yeah. if I like it. And I found out I do. It feels really good. Yeah, I think makes me laugh a little because when we first got together, you were a little weirded out by nipple play. <laughs> and wow, the the stages we've grown. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've we've come a long way. I mean, that was all. That's been a while ago now, but but yeah, you get more comfortable with yourself and that's where that's where anal you really gotta especially for men i feel well no i mean take that back i could but for men for women i guess it's for everybody it's still awkward but you women i mean i guess i shouldn't like you're the authority you're the you're the woman here i wouldn't say i'm an authority by any means between the two of us I I think it's really You're the authority, but men. I think it's the same for men and women. The, women have it's it's a different faux pas or a different stigma or different just different things to get over. I think I mean, but I let me know if I'm wrong. Still barriers for both people. I think the difference though is that men really have to be more okay with putting themselves in a more vulnerable vulnerable position, a, a position that they're not used to being in, uh, you know, exposing that part of themselves, spreading their legs. Maybe whereas, in, in general. Whereas they're used to spreading the women's legs or their yeah. partner's legs. I and... mean, there are some men who actually enjoy being the less dominant person. Well, yeah. And so maybe anal would come more easily to them. I don't know. I don't want to generalize to that. But I, I think from your right, perspective, yeah. if, if the man is used to being more dominant and you have to be vulnerable and allow yourself to be vulnerable for anal, then it, it changes the table it flips everything i mean it is so weird. yeah it's something you'd have to get over it is weird i mean i don't i mean for 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 me i mean i, I definitely have to get over putting it's like and i still think about it each time we do it it's like oh this is this is the position that like a woman's in but it's it's okay i i mm-hmm. we although you lay on your back when i'm giving you a blowjob too that's true i'll have my legs spread and in your ass in the air yeah <laughs> that's true yeah so as far as let's say we're new and we're getting started you know how do you what are your recommendations for getting started into anal well i would say that you should what is it? our our dog is looking out of the toilet yeah it sounds well... like there's a chunk in there I yeah flushed. yeah yeah that's that's gross but oh well we're recording it is what it is just don't let her lick you after we're done <laughs> yeah she might have anal breath <laughs> oh gross so I th- I think though getting the way to get started is to just really explore yourself. I mean, when you're an, an easy way to, when you're to, so that you're not worried about getting yourself dirty or if you've if you're worried about cleanliness is when you're in the shower. Just mm-hmm. you know, take a finger back there and see how it feels. You know, yeah. p- you know, touch the outside, play with play with the rim. I mean, I found that 
sometimes, I mean, I think this is the same for you, uh, that a lot of times I'm in the mood for, well, sometimes I'm in the mood for penetration, but I'm almost always in the mood for, for like a, like a little like touch on the outside. Yeah. You really enjoy pressure around the outside of the hole a lot. And I enjoy that too, actually. That actually it really helps when you're eating me out to add a little bit of pressure back there. It, it moves things along faster. So when we first started talking about anal, I definitely had needed to play with myself. In 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 the shower was one of the best venues because you're you're already clean. You know, if if you come out not so clean, you're in the shower, so you can clean clean your fingers off or whatever. And one of the things about it, at least for me, was initially it wasn't incredibly pleasurable. If you think back to in college or whatever, your first sip of beer, it was probably not initially very good. But you knew it wasn't bad, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't very good necessarily. At least it wasn't for me. I didn't immediately have this great taste for beer, great taste for wine. But then over time, you get used to it and you grow to really like it. And that's analogous to anal for me. When I was first starting to play with myself and... Especially if I was just playing with, with the hole and not playing with my vagina as well, not playing with my clitoris, just playing with the asshole. It, clitoris. Clitoris. I don't know. I don't know. You said it. Not it, playing with my clit. It just reminded me of like a dinosaur. <laughs> the, the clitoris. Ah. <laughs> Omnivore. <laughs> well, it, it's a meat eater. Cause it, it is a meat eater. Well, mine's a meat eater. It takes some meat. so it, <laughs> it likes the meat. It likes to devour it. It goes in. <laughs> it goes in and then. Yep. But, it's, but it's gentle though. It's it gentle as well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's not going to eat you, I guess. It likes to play with you and spit you back out. So anyway, um, if I wasn't playing with anything else, then it was more difficult for me to enjoy the anal. And it, I really had to work into it and start off just playing around on the hole and maybe playing with myself in the front while playing with myself in the back and slowly working my way into enjoying it. And one of the things that I found myself doing is when I was watching porn, I would take the vibrator and start off with a, vi- with a vibrator in the puss and then a finger on the ass and really just kind of work it. And that's how I came to realize that um, adding pressure on the hole really significantly adds to the the internal orgasms for me and in the clitoral orgasms the vaginal orgasms Mm -hmm. yeah just just having a little bit of stimulation down there it helps so it's 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 really i know it it took time i mean it, it probably took me i don't know a solid year or more to work my way from just pressure on the outside to allowing you to be able to put a pinky in there to moving up the finger food chain to to larger fingers well before we ever even were able to get your penis in there. I mean, it it takes time. So if you've never played with, done anything anal before, I do not recommend you start off just trying to, to put a penis in there and well, just go with it. Yeah, it's it's going to hurt. It's going to be uncomfortable. You're both going to be unhappy. We've, we've and, had arguments over it. Well, well, we've had the we've we've had some funny times too. I remember back when we were in college before we were before we had before we were married you know we 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 had both come yeah. back from a party and we were having sex we were both drunk. and we were both really really drunk and just thrusting you know i i come out of the hole and i go back in what i thought is the same hole and you said it was and then it was not the right hole but but you were drunk enough that at the time you hadn't i was and, drunk enough and wet enough your penis is nice and luby he just went in the other hole 
couple of thrusts, and I was like, well, let's take that back out. <laughs> and it wasn't even until the next day that you t- that you even let me know. I didn't even know what happened. So, I mean, that... Yeah. And the holes feel distinctly different. So, at the time... <laughs> tells you how drunk that, you were. Yeah, that I didn't even notice that, yeah. which hole it was. So, that was the... And looking back on it, I mean, it's really not the greatest of ideas either to go hole to hole from, from ass to puss or ass to mouth. Um you know, oh, it's, you it's mean not in the cleanest in general? Yeah. No, so. you shouldn't. You really should not go from you. You can go from you know going from pussy to ass, but you really should not go back from going from your ass back to pussy. Yep. Now are Change we, a condom. Are put we a new guilty of on. doing that? We yes. Have, but yeah. you should not do it because you know you introduce that bacteria that's from the back yep. door. You it's it is you you should not do it. You, yep. you should always you should be either cleaning in between at a minimum you should if you're not gonna if you know you're gonna go back to the pussy you should use a condom at a mm-hmm. minimum and don't put and... that in your mouth just the thought of it's kind of gross i mean maybe not gross to everybody it grosses me out at least but oh ass to mouth yeah oh there's a whole clerk's you cl- d- clerk's but you uh, have done monologue that, about ass to mouth i have and and there's been times where i've gone ass to mouth or at least asked to about to go into the mouth and realize, ooh, or maybe I've caught a little bit of a whiff. (laughs) Honestly, when it comes out of the ass, sometimes there's a bit of a smell. But it's not like a poop smell. It's just a different smell. You know how there's like a pussy smell and a Mm -hmm. pussy taste? There's an ass smell and an ass taste. And And what's weird is that the ass lubricates too. It does. That's we. It was funny when you realized that, that it's like the the ass lubricates and provides its own lubrication. And Mm -hmm. that is something that you had... You don't really know unless you've heard it somewhere else, but I don't know where you... We had never heard that before we experienced it, and maybe there's some resources out there, some podcasts or some books where that's outlined, but that's not general knowledge, you know, if you say, yeah. oh, my, you know, my my wife got so wet last night, everybody knows that that's, you know, everybody knows that the pussy gets wet. Clearly, I mean, it's just, yeah. that's common knowledge, but it is not common that the, that the ass lubes. And I don't know, we haven't done enough scientific, we yeah. haven't looked it up enough to know if it's the same... Yeah, I the don't same know. lube is. I seriously doubt that it's the same. Yeah. you know, the same lubricant that you get in mm-hmm. in the vagina, but it's that's an interesting phenomenon. And mm-hmm. yeah, and it's it comes on differently for me than it does on the puss because the puss you can get me if you get me horny enough and turned on enough. In most cases, I will be soaking wet. Not so much with the ass. Usually, the ass doesn't self lubricate until you've already been playing with it for a while. <sighs> so it's important to have a lot of lube. I can't stress that enough how important it is to have lube and a good lube. Don't get the glycerin kind of lubes because those are sticky. And I think that they also, not only will they dry up on you while you're going at it, and then, then it's it's uncomfortable to remove your finger and it's uncomfortable to try to put it back in. It's just not a good situation if your lube dries up. But also, during the course of anal, the anal sphincter has to open, has to relax. Your partner has to be relaxed. And if they're not completely relaxed or if maybe you move at a pace that's a little bit faster than what you probably should, you can create micro cracks in in the skin and in the area. And there are little breaks in the skin and some lubes will cause that to sting tremendously. That's that's another reason not to use soap if you're in the shower because that just like it makes your eyes burn. Yeah, if you it'll cracks, make you it'll... burn. It'll it'll be sick, and you've experienced that more than more than me. I think. I mean, we we we've done more anal play on you mm-hmm. than we have with me. But I don't, I don't get like I know we had some crappy glycerin lube for a while, and 
I actually didn't really experience the burn too much, but I know that that was a, that, that happened to you. Mm-hmm. That that was something that we always well, had to be mindful of. The worst of. was we tried like a flavored lube. That was really bad. It was meant for <laughs> oral. Don't go for the flavored lubes. I mean, you'd think it would be a good idea, right? If you're doing a rim job, you're in kind of a a dirty back door kind of thing. You think, well, I'll put some flavor on there. Not always necessarily the best idea. So check with your partner. Maybe try a little area first before you get really into it, just to be safe. Um, because those things can start to sting, and that's gonna put a real screeching halt to your your sexual fun. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot more care that needs to be taken. That you have to take into consideration when playing with the ass. There's, you know, you really have to go slow. Like, like you mentioned, you just you shouldn't just start with start with shoving a cock in there unless you know mm-hmm. you're unless you know that that is okay for you and that it, it goes in and or it goes yeah. in it, it goes in your partner and that's something yep. you, for. For us, we really have to prime you or prime me. Yep, and, and I have to be in the mood for it mentally, which a lot of women say that just about sex in general. Mm-hmm. But I do for for anal penetration in particular. I just need to be in the mood. And also, this is, I would say that this is unique to us, or at least unique enough that I would say it's it's us. I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure there's other people who this is the, the case for as well. But in, in, in our relationship, you... We we designated that anal works best when you're in control. Yeah, so you it does. you're on top. You you slide them in. I just lay on my back. You get on top. You slide my cock in every now and then, and it's a treat for me because I like the thrust. Every now and then, you let me be the one in control, yeah. or I'll control from the bottom. Yep. But for the most part, you're in control because you do need to. Be, even if we've eased you into it, or you, you know, we've we've primed you, we've played a little bit. You still need to be for you to be at your most comfortable to be able to, do, yeah. to be able to loosen up. You need to be on top, and they'll be doing yep. the one because you because you get you tense up when it's me on top. Is am I going? Cause... Yeah, I don't know. Part of it's probably the vulnerability thing still, and part of it too is just there's certain depths that are comfortable and certain depths for me that's not comfortable you've got a decent sized cock and you like to thrust deep and and i don't think that this is unusual for you i think most men are like this but especially when you start to get really close to to getting there and wanting to come you go faster and deeper and might not realize really the depth that you're penetrating and that can really escalate into being uncomfortable for me mm-hmm. but i don't at the same time you don't want to limit your partner's pleasure and especially when you know they're coming, so it's like, okay, he's getting close, so, you know, but this is getting uncomfortable for me, and then it's it's that awkward situation of, well, I need to say something because it's not comfortable for me, but then you feel bad because you stop your partner from having the, you know, most intense sexual pleasure. You kind of pull them back from the orgasm edge, and then you got to start from the beginning. Yeah. So with me on top, I can control the depth, and I can control the speed, and that really helps to to have me just be at a at a pace that I'm I'm comfortable with and sometimes we're able to to stay with anal all the way and you you still come and and sometimes we opt to to go back to vaginal sex mm-hmm. so yeah yeah and, and so I mean and that's when you know we we haven't always properly cleaned the penis like we should <laughs> yeah. because you should I, I can't trust this enough you really should clean it yep. and, and since i've been pregnant we haven't done that because i just do not want to take any risks with the baby up there we, we we've had anal sex i think a few times a few times while you've been pregnant yeah but we haven't gone from we haven't gone back, back to the to, pussy yeah we've started in the puss and then gone to the back door and kind of stayed there yeah so i think the other thing i wanted to talk about is the 
situation where one person in the relationship wants to have anal and the other one doesn't feel like it. And I mean, I know that's happened to us. To have anal as an anal sex or play with anal sex. Anal sex. Okay. I know that it's, 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 it's been, I don't know if we've had arguments per se, but there's times where I've wanted it. We haven't had it in a long time. And it's, it's one of those things where I know now that you like it. And so if it's been a while, sometimes you have to like, you just have to recognize as the person who wants it, that the person who's going to be receiving needs to be in the mood. That goes and for really anything too. You that's know, it's tr- it, it's not necessarily for us that topic is anal. For some people that topic could be it could be doggy style. I mean, it could just be anything, something that we think is run of the mill. It could be that way for anybody. And I know for you sometimes you've you have a worry, oh, does he like this hole better than the other hole? Yeah. And I've let you know I the the pussy is, is number one. The pussy is always number one. The ass is just different. Mm-hmm. But I never actually it's it's like the norm the the norm is the pussy so I I don't ever really ask for for you know regular vaginal sex because that's just assumed that what we're having yeah. and so it's like if we haven't had it in a while then I feel a little guilty if I want to ask for it but if it's but and also it's kind of sometimes it's awkward because I know that you like it but I I have to recognize that you really do have to be in the mood and re, re, yeah regardless of if the, the uh, regardless of the fact that. You, when you're in the mood, you really get into it. Mm-hmm. If you're not into, if if you're not in the mood, then it's not going to be enjoyable for you. Yeah, and, and I've heard other women say that too that they have to be in the mood to to really be good at it. In fact, I think I heard Katie Morgan say that that for she never did anal on camera, but she does do anal with her husband. And in order for her to get into it, she has to be in the mood. Yeah. So I don't think that that's necessarily unusual. And I never want to make you feel guilty for asking for something. I don't think any couple should, anyone in any couple should feel guilty for asking for something. Yeah. You should always be able to be in open communication with your partner to ask. That's true. But be prepared to, to be turned down. And at the, and at, at the, as the person who's doing the turning down, you shouldn't feel guilty for not being in the mood for something. And, and it's hard, you know, it's easier said than done because I've I've definitely felt guilty and you felt guilty and if about it's, it. And it's tough. It's, it's, it's on me or it's on whoever wants it to recognize that. If the other partner is not into it, that not to be upset. If it's been a, if it's been you know three four months and you haven't and you're in the mood and you're like it's been forever, let's do it. You really and that's something that I've had to that I've had to deal with is mm-hmm. that if if I'm if I want to have some and this is we're we're talking about anal sex, not play because we could we pretty much can play we pretty much play on the outside whenever mm-hmm. we want to, but for when it comes to actual anal penetration that. If it's been a while, because sometimes it's like, come on, it's been forever. But that's that's your own issue or my own issue that you just have to handle or you know be able to mm-hmm. work through yourself and recognize she's not feeling it, and just let it go. And it 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 you you don't want to let it turn into an issue where it can yeah and and has it for I mean we've we've had that I we've I gotten upset that. Oh, it's been forever. Come on, and you know. Yeah, we've... and then on the flip side, I'm like, man, he's pressuring me to do this. I have to be in the mood. If I don't, I know it's going to be painful. It's going to be uncomfortable. I'm not going to enjoy the sex, and then it makes me feel objectified because I'm essentially being used for pleasureless sex, where you're getting off, but I'm not getting anything. Or in fact, I have the opposite. It's uncomfortable and displeasurable, but I'm fulfilling your fantasy and. 
really we should never do that. And I, I'll admit there's been times where you wanted it and I fe- felt pressured into it and we've done it that way. And typically what's happened is about, you know, a few minutes in, maybe five, 10 minutes in or whatever it was, I stopped you just cause I got to the point where I was resenting what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's, there's interesting and unique dynamics that have to be considered with, with anal for us and for other couples like like you mentioned it could be that's how blowjobs could be yeah. there's always it could be blowjobs because it could be bdsm it could be because there's a there's the cliche that oh once you're married blowjobs stop and so men have to beg for them but luckily that's not the way it is for us i and love giving a blowjob i feel like it's how it is for a lot of swinging couples i haven't met a swinging couple who has had a problem with blowjobs or oral sex in general i feel mm-hmm. like all the women love to give blowjobs and all the guys love to eat out that might not be, I mean, in the, I'm sure there's going to be an exception. People can write in and let us know otherwise, but that mm-hmm. just seems to be yeah, how I it is. Yeah, I love to give a blowjob. So the, the one thing we've kind of made the assumption on is that both partners are open to anal play in general. So the one thing we haven't really mentioned is just bringing up that initial topic of conversation. So you've been thinking about anal, but you haven't mentioned it to your partner yet. Well, I mean, in that case, it's simply just bringing it up to your partner, I yeah. think. But and I, th- and I, I don't think you should feel dirty for wanting it or being curious about it. Now, it's a, it should be a natural curiosity. Now, what do you do? I mean, I know what I would do and, and what I think people, what a couple should do, but I want to present, like, what do, you, what do you do if you want to have anal sex? And let's say I'm the guy and I want to, you know, I want my wife or I want you to be on the receiving end of it. And though the spouse isn't down with it, then what do you do? Well, I I think, like we've said before, is to ease into it. And it needs to not be about you. It needs to be about your spouse. So, I think it needs to be about both. Okay, I can see that. Because I don't think it's right for a spouse to just be like, like for the woman, and we'll stick with the woman because that's the traditional role and that's the dynamic that is between me and you. I'm the, I'm the guy and you're the woman. Thank and... you for clarifying. <laughs> but... So, so going with that, if if I wanted it, and we we had never really discussed it. It could be or, on the flip side where I wanted to peg you, too. True, true. I mean, so I'm, what I'm going to say, I think, goes for that situation as well. And that actually is something that we haven't done. I'm open to it. We just haven't... I'd like to try it. We just haven't gone that far. Maybe post-baby. I'm definitely not in a thrusting <laughs> capability yeah, at the moment. You're not going to thrust right now, but... But what was, I, what was I going with that? Oh, so I think that... that it isn't right for the woman or the person who is who is it's assumed would be on the receiving end to just outright say no and that's it because and i think it's easy to i i think it i would, don't necessarily agree with you on that it's the woman's body if she wants to say no the thing then is she can say no or the guy's body too the thing is though is that when you're in a relationship you shouldn't you should be you shouldn't just disregard the other person's desires just because you don't want it. I think you should be willing. I mean, you, the guy or the woman, whoever's on the receiving end should be willing to allow play. Of course, don't go right for the sex right to begin with, but I think explore anal play together. If you explore it and learn that it's not for you. Okay. But I, I don't think it's right. And I do think it's selfish for, and this doesn't go for anal sex. I think this goes for any and all, sexual activity that's safe and within within reason i mean there's things where you could be like i want to beat the crap out of you and you should and because i want to do that you should be open to at least to exploring that now that's not right but i think and i don't mean that you should jump right into like i said you know 
cock mm-hmm. thrusting and you know straight straight into fucking but i think exploring it because they're and i i think that that it, maybe it's a little controversial i can already tell that you yeah, have a rebuttal there i do but i think it without exploring if you don't explore if you just shut it off right from the get-go i think that that is is being selfish now the the person could be like well you're being selfish and want to do something that i don't want to do and so i i could see where the the person who doesn't want to do it could say that the person who does is being selfish themselves. But I think that because there's a relationship and both people's needs should be respected, that at least an exploration. Now, whether or not that means you actually end up ever getting to, to actual fucking, maybe you don't, maybe you would just explore fingers, maybe a little bit of toy play on the outside. But if you're not even, willing to allow for you know maybe a little play on the outside to see if it even feels good does does a finger on the rim feel good then i think you're closing off too much and i don't think you're respecting your partner to explore that i think ultimately your body is your own body and if you don't want to be penetrated in a particular hole then that's your right now i do think if you take it from the perspective of the anal play is a pleasurable experience and the husband wants to pleasure the wife and play with the anus and see what kind of pleasure he can give to the wife. Perhaps it would lead to but anal But what if play? she won't take it? What if, I, I don't mean just the sex, but like, what if she's not open to any sort of anal play? Like, what if she just closes I it off? I honestly right? think that that's her, her prerogative. I mean, I think the husband can try to, to What if that was blowjobs? Well, that, again, I think it's I think it's every mm. person's prerogative. You should I never don't... ever feel pressure to do something with your spouse if you're not comfortable with it. I think you should be open to discussing it and talking about it. But ultimately, if if it's not something that you can get over, then that's where open relationships. That's that's why we're in them because there's certain things that you can't provide. So if the wife or, or the husband is that adamant and just it's not something that they're comfortable with or really want to explore, or maybe they did explore it and they're not, they, they don't really like it, then I don't think they should feel any well, pressure no, no. whatsoever. I'm not, I'm not talking about if you explore they wanna, it. If they're selfish, you know, you call it selfish, but I say, you know, if, if somebody's just really that uncomfortable and can't get over the, the stigmas or just, you know, is, is that close to it? Maybe they've had a, I don't know, some kind of traumatic anal related experience that it's just not something they want to do then maybe you can can talk about pursuing other options. Maybe having a threesome with a woman who is willing to do anal or, or, you know, there's other options. But I don't think that, you know, if someone's uncomfortable with it and they have that discussion and they can provide reasons to their partner beyond I'm just not comfortable, but they can, if you can physically provide reasons for why you're not comfortable, then, you know, I I disagree with you that you, you should consider it or that you I have mean, to. I think... The, I think that, I, I think that adds pressure. I think and really, topic, I think that's uh, been part of our own issues. I think the topic of sexual respect would actually make a good topic in and of itself for the show. But so we'll leave, we'll we'll leave it as it as it is there. I mean, we both said our piece. I think that I mean I don't want to I don't want you to you know to end the podcast with you thinking that it, it, communication and talking about it is at least. Ex- I said that I would. I think that you should be, that you should be willing to explore it, and communication is exploring it. If you ex, if you communicate the reasons why you wouldn't want to do it, and they're legitimate, and I mean, I guess there really isn't any non-legitimate reason if you're just not comfortable with it. But I think that there is give and take in a relationship, and I do think you know if you 
if you wanted me, I mean, this isn't something we're into. So if you wanted to do any sort of, you know, pea player or, you know, water play, if you wanted to do any of those, well, you know, why they call them water sports, if you wanted mm-hmm. me to pee on you, I'm not too comfortable with it. But, the, but. It, see, to me, it's just different when it comes to penetration. That That's what it all came down to with anal. It isn't just penetration, though. I'm talking about, like, like if, if somebody's not even down with anal play at all, because if you're not even open to the idea of seeing if it feels good like if, if you've never explored the back door and you're not even open to open to seeing if it feels good on you i think that number one i think that's being closed-minded well i didn't say that i mean that that's not the point that i was making my point was if you you can clearly articulate why you you don't want to go down that road then it's different yeah i mean i i i partially agree and i think it's better left for a full topic on on sexual respect at, and there's different dynamics you know this is a, a a show that caters to the to the swinging lifestyle and there's things you know there's respect between couples and then there's you know intercouple respect and there's but i i do think that that it, maybe it's a chauvinistic point of view i i'm I, I don't think it is but i mean i guess maybe it is but i think that there needs to be mutual respect that both ways that if you're it needs to be well i'm not going to push her i want to have anal sex i'm not going to push her to that but maybe she's open to exploring anal play and for you or for the for the woman just exploring i i just i i just don't think that you're if you if you totally write something off i don't think you're respecting your partner in a sexual way either but i think if you're forced to sacrifice and make compromises and do things you're uncomfortable with then your partner's being disrespectful of you by asking you to do things you're not comfortable with. So there, there's a flip side to every coin. It's, it's you know, who who is the one who doesn't get what they want kind of thing, and that's where a compromise comes in, and that's where I agree with you that partners should try to be open-minded to take baby steps into investigating possibilities. Because do I really think there's a big difference between just some light anal play and you know shoving a cock in there do i think anybody should be so closed off that they just say i mean you said you know penetration is the big thing if you don't want to be penetrated but do you think that it's really a big deal or i mean it is a big deal or it could be but do you think it's really all that big of a deal if somebody's like let me play with you try to loosen you up try to you know put a pinky in i mean a a pinky is not going to hurt anybody it comes down to intent if your intent is to give me pleasure and you want to do it so that it's to pleasure me, yeah, if your intent is solely to pleasure yourself, to you know, if your intent is solely to get me to stretch out so you can then stick your cock in me, it's different. It all no. comes down to intent. Is it? Is it you want to play with, you want to do anal partially because you, you want to experience it for yourself, but also because you want your partner to experience it? That's different than if you approach it with, I want to have anal and you should respect that. You know, it's, it's, it's different. It's, that's where it really is a matter of respect and being a couple and, and wanting to give your pleasure, your partner pleasure. Cause if, if you're not coming at it from that perspective and it's all about you, then I think your partner's got a much bigger ability to just say no, but or reason if, to if say the no. partner hasn't explored it, it's, you know, I mentioned this early on in the podcast. I didn't want to close off any doors. If you've closed off a door and said, I'm not going to explore this then how do you know that you actually don't like it? If- you don't. But, I mean, that's that wasn't the point that I was making. The point was I think everybody should be open to discussion and open to baby steps. But 
the partner needs to respect that those baby steps might not go anywhere. It could be two little infinitesimal steps, but never go fully up the staircase. Yeah, and you know? I and, and I agree and with that. And that's when the partner needs to know to drop it, not I, to pursue anymore. But I I do agree with you that partners need to be open to explore each other's wants and desires mm-hmm. and and look into that and at least research or or try new things. And I do think people should push their boundaries a little bit and and push into a little bit of uncomfortable territory, but at the same time it's do so slowly and tread lightly and be careful about it and we- and don't do things to the point where you're uncomfortable or in pain or 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 don't do things to the point where you're generating any kind of distaste for your partner or disdain for your partner. Like don't, don't compromise to the point where you find yourself disliking your partner because of it. That's, that's the piece. You don't want to become bitter. No, I completely agree. You shouldn't push your partner beyond what's comfortable. But, and I, I guess my whole thing was that if it isn't, I don't believe it's fair. And I will, Having been in a relationship for a, a long time now, I, I feel comfortable in saying this. I don't believe it's fair to completely close something off without exploring it in, in baby steps and seeing and seeing if, if it's a viable option without – I'm just – was coming at it from the point of view that if you just close off and say, I'm not down for any sort of anal play and that's that, I don't think that that is actually respecting your partner. If you don't have any kind of discussion to go with it or have things to back it up. Yeah. That's why I'm saying I, I think there needs to be a conversation about everything. And that could go with getting into swinging, too. Yeah. One partner brings it up. But that all comes down to just a level of communication. But at the same time, if your partner does have valid reasons for saying no, then I think you need to respect that. No, I, and I agree with, with that. With valid reasons. I mean, and, and that goes for anything. Like, when you're dealing with a teenager and you tell them, sorry, you can't go to the mall, and they say no, and you respond with, because I said so, that's never going to go over very well. It's the same thing with sex. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So I think we can go ahead and move on to, I think I, I, I wanted to talk about um, anal anal play and swinging. And if that isn't, and to, to be, you know, to be upfront and frank, we don't have a ton of experience with anal play and we haven't had, in, in our swinging, in our swinging life, we haven't had too much anal play there. And... Mm-hmm. And I haven't really witnessed it either. That's what I wanted to talk about. Like, even at the parties, I haven't really seen anal play amongst couples, mm-hmm. th- amongst, you know, spouses that you don't you don't really see anal play. And I don't really know why that is, if it's just something that people consider to be something that's for the bedroom yeah. and between two people. But I haven't really seen that out Mm -hmm. you know at uh, after parties yeah i mean for me one of the reasons not to do anal play in in front of other people is it takes time for me it's it's not just okay we're doing it regular and then all of a sudden you're in the ass and it's okay sometimes it takes time to actually get it in the ass yeah i mean because the the hole has to open we've talked about it it, it sometimes it's loose and sometimes it's not but And, and the other reason is just the ugly the ugly truth about it is it can be dirty it, it it can be, and that's I I wanted to mention that earlier, but we just we we hadn't got around to it. But for anal play, you have to be you have to expect that you're going to encounter things that you you're, you're going to encounter colors that you don't always want to see. Oh my god, the worst worst toy ever was we bought this set of anal beads where it's a it's progressively larger beads and they're connected by 
None other than white string. White string. Come on, people. Think about where this is going and give us some black string. Don't connect them with white string. It's not going to stay clean. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's like you know, one time the... usage, two time usage, and they're coming out. That's the ugly truth, and th- that's something you just have to expect. I mean, you can always try to do your best to keep yourself clean, and you should always do your best to keep yourself mm-hmm. as clean as possible. But let's be honest, we're go- you know you're going in a hole that you're going you know, that you're going in the outdoor. You so. are going in the out, so you're gonna and so so yeah, you're gonna so there is that potential for dirtiness that and so you haven't really seen the yeah and for me that's another reason to not have anal play with other people it's kind of gross if i end up with a little poo from you that's (laughs) different than a little poo from from the couple that i just met two weeks ago you know i don't want that that's gross yeah yours is gross and i you know i love you and i can deal with it but i don't want someone else's and really the only anal that we've actually discussed that we'll be comfortable with is we know that we want to um, go down the, and have a DP at some point with you. Mm-hmm. And so we haven't actually – I th- think we decided that I would be the one in the ass and mm-hmm. the other guy would be in yep. the pussy. But, and we've kind of practiced that a bit with, with vibrators, but it's not the same. And as our listeners know, we have through, – through when we started the show, we were – soft swap and through the course of the show we've just you know we've just, we've just got through the time we've, we've, we've been doing the show and now we were we're a, a full swap couple with an asterisk because we haven't actually full swapped yet <laughs> and with you being pregnant we're not going to for no. for a while yeah uh so i mean late 2013 at the earliest yeah i gotta get my body back so we know that we're gonna do anal play there but i will be the one in the ass and mm-hmm. yeah i'm just not prepared like Again, it comes back to vulnerability and control, and if I'm still feeling vulnerable with you, you better believe I'm not going to be comfortable with another man right there. You yeah. Know? So it, it, it really takes a lot of adjustment, and it, for me, it just comes down to comfort level. There's certain speeds and certain depths that I'm comfortable with, and, and if you cross that threshold, it becomes uncomfortable for me, it just you know, borderline painful, just not pleasurable anymore. Yeah. And I want to go back to you mentioned there are you know the ways to simulate a DP you can use uh, two vibr you know a woman can use two vibrators. Mm-hmm. I and... regularly masturbate that way now and it's phenomenal. I really <laughs> enjoy it. I've got one that I designated for the anus. It's it's a little bit smaller of a vibrator, a little bit softer of a vibrator. It goes in pretty easily. Then I've got my other one for the puss, and then of course when I'm done we have our cleaner, our spray cleaner, our disinfectant, antibiotic cleaner to make sure to to kill everything off so that that's another tip is make sure you clean your toys and clean them well mm-hmm. when, when you're done so so yeah you can simulate with two vibrators you can also have sex where the the penetrator is in one of the holes and then a vibrator in the, mm-hmm. in, in the other hole yeah and the... and then with the men you can look for the g-spot which we haven't talked about too much but the the prostate we haven't i mean prostate that's the whole a lot of the yeah, well, let's talk about that for a minute because it's been elusive. A lot of the, a lot of the play for men, and is is the nerve endings that are on the outside, but also the prostate on the inside. And I'll straight up be honest that we've explored a lot, and I swear that I do not have a prostate. <laughs> you have a prostate. No, I I know, but we have not been able to find it. And there's that sweet spot that. You know, and you see all the diagrams you play, you play with your, yeah, I played I, with myself, you play with me. I feel me. like we've found it and just not stimulated it in a way that's really been turning you on. Like, I mean, given the way I've felt around in your anatomy and, and different articles that we've read and different 
people we've heard talking about it. I I'm pretty convinced that we that I have milked your prostate in some way, but and not in a way that's that's really gotten you there. And and the flip side, I mean, you've I think you've definitely found the energy spot on me, and it's just taken some time to figure out what I like. Yeah, and, and, I know- and we're just now getting to that to. Um, where hopefully we'll be able to get me to squirt. And I, and I know the prostate is about the same distance up that like the G spot is for a woman in their in their badge. It's mm-hmm. um like you know about two inches or so, or to like the first yep. to like the the the, the second knuckle deep yep. and soft it's bulbous soft, piece bu- of tissue. Exactly. And we ha- I have not been able to find it, and so it's a little frustrating because I enjoy anal play, but it's like, I would probably enjoy it more if we could. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy to think that something that, you know, it's like, how hard would it be to find? How hard is it to explore? Well, and I don't find think that? it's not necessarily just finding it. It's stimulating it in a way that you like. See, I don't know. I playing with it the right way. And it, they, they make special toys for, mm-hmm. for men. And we have, have them one. where, you know, it has that curved, it, it's curved specifically to get up and stimulate the prostate. Mm-hmm. And, I just haven't been able to just isolate it on me, and even though I like anal play enough that it's been I've been okay with it, I pre- I prefer outside anal play like you know rim job and whatnot. But I also do like when to be be penetrated a little bit. I think you know we've you'll use fingers sometimes. We've explored, we've explored the vibrator a, a little bit, mm-hmm. not a ton, and you know as we talked about earlier tonight, pegging. I would be I'm open to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've explored the anal beads, and I I remember one of your more intense orgasms was with the anal beads in, and the, the recommendation is to put them in, and then as the man is is orgasming, pull them out, and actually the act of pulling them out stimulates the inside and, and can make the orgasm more intensified. Mm-hmm. And you felt that, yeah, I have, and I it have. actually it was funny. It made your cum squirt farther. <laughs> like I remember seeing it like squirt over your shoulder. Like it was, yeah. it went pretty far. Yeah, and so. It's, it, it's, it's a little, it's almost a little embarrassing. I mean, I haven't really talked about it with that many people like you and I haven't really, that's about Probably it. Probably just me. <laughs> but, but it's a little embarrassing that you can, like, you can't find this. I mean, it's almost like you, you know, you hear the women who, who are in their thirties and never had an orgasm. Well, like, I feel that way about squirting. It's like, it's how like do you... the elusive squirt. That's true. Although that one I feel is a little bit different just because we've worked on it and you've sort of feel the pressure and they say that it's supposed to bill and you're supposed to get to where it's supposed to feel like you have to pee and the and i've definitely gotten the, to that point the, the but difference with come out the difference with that is that there isn't a specific thing that you're trying to isolate and hit there's but with the prostate like like it's it's a it's a location a, a actual location that isn't that's proved i mean it's 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 there it's a piece of anatomy that is it's not a is it is it is it real? Is it not real? I mean, it's there, and I haven't been able to isolate that and get well, that. Clearly, you know, the get prostate's that. real. Yeah, that's we what I'm know saying. you have one, but we haven't been able to isolate it. But yeah, we'll keep looking. We'll let we'll you keep, know. We'll keep working. So, I, does that wrap things up for for anal? I mean, there, we, yeah, we I can... think so. I mean, there's more that we could talk about, but I think at least for our first anal episode, I think we've covered it pretty yeah, well. We can keep talking. I can see on... us revisiting anal at some point. Yeah, there's 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 definitely more to talk about, but we're already. Getting pretty long in the episode. Yep. So let's move on then. Uh, this episode we're going to do another rendition of Mary Fuck Blow. Mary Boff Kill. Beyonce, Paula Abdul, and Oprah. Dude, that's beyond easy. Boff Beyonce. 
Kill Paula, marry Oprah. So, for those of you uh, who hadn't tuned in the last time we did this, it's just a spinoff of the Fuck, Mary Kill game where you name three people and then you have to select which one you would fuck, which one you would marry, and which one you would blow. Yeah, the mar- and- I, I think typically the Mary Boff kill yeah. is... is- often what it's you know the mm-hmm. humorous way to say it yep. so and and in this case blow you have the the option of who blows whom and in what position yeah so i don't remember the order we did this last time but do you want to go first and give your selection i think last time i gave you the selections and you went first and then you gave them to me so let's flip that around and have you give me the selections first all right so i will give you the my 3 and so my three are Captain America, <laughs> Iron Man, uh-huh. or Bruce Banner. Now, which, specifically, which incarnations of these characters? Specifically the movie versions, okay. but not the actors. Not Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. and Mark Ruffalo. You left out one. Thor. I did. And now Bruce Banner, he's in Bruce Banner form, not yeah. in Hulk form. He isn't he Because I can't form. imagine a Hulk penis. He isn't <laughs> He'd in Hulk tear form. me to pieces. No, no. So I went with a... With a, a nerdy one, but one with, I thought, all attractive guys. Because last time I went with the Everybody Loves Raymond guys. And yeah. so you Thanks pick... for giving me a little bit better selection this time. But you have to go, the characters in the movies. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. not the actors themselves. Yep. So. Okay, so Mary Fuck Blow. What do I want? Okay. So Captain America is kind of a goody-goody. And he's he's a little bit too moralistic for me. I don't think that he would ever be open to swinging, given his background and having come from the 1950s. So, for him... Did he come in the 1950s more than once? <laughs> I don't know if he came at all in the 1950s. <laughs> he could have been a virgin, for all we know, the way he's portrayed. Um, so, for him, I would go with fuck, and I would just give him the fuck of his life. So, you would be in, hot, so you would so... be in control with Captain America. Yes. You would, give, you would yeah. fuck him? I think I would have to. I don't know if you he'd know him? what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's too wholesome. And I would I want to steal that wholesomeness from him because he's definitely the kind of guy that's like a no sex before marriage kind of thing. Like he's he's very moral. And so I would want to be the one to come in and steal his morals. So <laughs> maybe that makes me a bad person. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I would want to make him a sinner in the eyes of God. <laughs> So, so okay. So, that's Captain America. So, you fight Captain America. Yep. And so, now that leaves me with Tony Stark, incredibly rich, debonair, suave, smooth, um, smooth guy, but also a womanizer, and Bruce Banner, who is a little bit dorky, and Mark Ruffalo is not the most attractive guy, but he seems to be pretty caring, although when he loses his temper, you better stay out of the way. And not to mention, he lives off the grid. So, you know. What do you think the Hulk cock looks like? I don't know. Big, green, and ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, given that, I guess I would go with blow. And I would want Tony Stark to blow me. Because, so you want him to eat you out? Yeah. Or, yeah. I want him to eat me out. Basically because I think he would think he was God's gift to women. So, I'd want to put him to the test and see if he really is God's gift to women. <laughs> And and then that leaves me with marrying Bruce Banner, and I'd be okay with that. He's a decent guy. He's he seems pretty pleasant. He's smart. We could have some discussions about gamma rays and and whatnot. And I would just have to do my best not to piss him off. Yeah, I I'm surprised. I I would have thought you'd go for for marrying Captain America. He seems like the wholesome wholesome marrying guy. Do I seem wholesome to you? But the problem is, if you fuck 
if 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 Bruce Banner turns into the Hulk while he's fucking you, yeah, oh man, that's that'll, true. That'll rip that pussy apart. That's true, and it makes you wonder. Like, you can't in in, in the movies with Edward Norton in that incarnation, he can't really get his heart rate too high or get too excited. Well, that's which that's... makes me wonder. Like, like okay, you know, in the comics and in the movie, they portray him as turning into Hulk when he gets angry. But in one of the movie incarnations, they make him turn into Hulk just when he gets anxious in general and his heart rate goes up. He gets nervous, not necessarily just angry. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the way a body turns when it's becoming turned on is not too different from that. So it makes you wonder how he has sex. Yeah, it reminds me of... Can he jack off without turning (laughs) into Hulk? Uh we always bring out our nerd on the podcast so <laughs> we are because it reminds me of on you know you mentioning you know getting turned on it reminds me on i'm a superman fan and it reminds me of on smallville the show that was on yeah, how does the, superman fuck he'd like fuck the woman to shreds yeah yeah there's a whole funny bit in in um mall rats that gets into that so maybe we'll talk maybe we'll you know yeah. bring that up sometime hey but, i mean there's at least one listener out there that appreciates it we got we got props for pronouncing Mjolnir correctly, so. <laughs> and, but, um, but, actually, I think you just. Yeah, I just screwed it <laughs> up. I think you kind of, Mjolnir. I just going to screw it up. It's, it's, you know. It's you, not easy to say. You don't see the How M often do you see an M and a J together? Yeah, you don't see word. those together. But where I was going with this is in Smallville, this, that incarnation of Superman, he first learns that he has heat vision because he gets turned on and the heat, like being, being turned on, it's kind of like the heat from being turned on mm-hmm. activates his his uh heat vision and so that's actually a pretty funny episode that was way back in season one so that was yeah i was still in high school when that mm-hmm. episode aired so that was like 2001 you're dating yourself now that's Uh-oh. okay well yeah all right so so what are my choices that was a good one at least no or, no, no not what are my choices my choices for you okay so so last time you gave me the men of everybody loves raymond which was not very good and I may do with it. So I thought I would reverse the tables on you and pick characters from a sitcom as well. We've been watching Modern Family. So I chose Women of Modern Family. So your choices are Sofia Vergara, who's the hot kind of Latin chick. Um, Julie Bowen, she plays Claire, who's the um, Claire Dumphy. She's the wife. The blonde wife. The blonde mm-hmm. wife, yep. And then your third choice is... Sarah Highland, she plays Haley, the oldest daughter. <laughs> and she is 23. I looked into it. She's legal. She's 23? Yeah, she's born in 1990. Okay, let's see here. I would have Julie Bowen, Claire, give me a little job. <laughs> okay. Why? She doesn't really have DSLs. I, I think uh, the Haley chick has better better yeah. lips for that. Yeah, I would, I would, I would have her give me a blowjob. Because, and this is their character, not the actual actresses. So, because I don't know, I don't know the person. And, and, and she's a little the clumsy actresses. on the show. I don't, or, I don't know. I she kind of reminds me of me. So, <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's hot. Plus, I like a little bit of an older woman. You do. So she's got the cougar thing for me. She's older. She's not really cougar cougar though. I mean, she's no. older than you. She's she's what? I think the actress forty. Like, I mean, you know what? That's that's over a decade older than me. Yeah, it's a lot cougar territory, though. I don't think. So I would, I, I guess I don't really have a good, I good. Just when when you were reading them off, the thing I pictured her doing was well, giving that's a what you picture, job, So that's what you want. I think the next two are difficult. I guess actually, 
I'd probably... I think you I think you made a bad first choice. <laughs> I did. Because you you still have Mary left and I don't think either of the other two options is a good one. No, I would Actually, I'm going to take this back. I <laughs> I am going to reverse what I'm saying. So I would let Sofia Vergara give me a blowjob. I would go for a titty fuck with her. Yeah, she has big tits, but for some reason I'm feeling a blowjob. <laughs> so I would I think I know what I'll be doing tonight. <laughs> so I would let her give me a blowjob. Just because she's hot. She has she has pretty you, good I, I like how you phrase that. You would let her give you a blowjob. Like so she's she, standing in line waiting <laughs> to give you a blowjob, Cal. So she, she has pretty good <laughs> lips. And then I would let... I would fuck the oldest daughter. Because she's hot. I, I you know, I'm I'm glad that you look... That she's 23 because... I confirmed first, yep. But um, I think she's she's pretty attractive. And... She's she has like she's a she has a younger thing like she's younger than me but still I would I think she'd be I think I would be on top I would just give her a good hard fucking give her a good pounding I'd, she's really skinny I'd I would really probably just, pull out and come all over her face I would just I feel like I just manhandle her <laughs> and so I guess that leaves Mary Mary the Julie Bowen the Claire mm-hmm. although I would really like to, like the options don't allow for it but I could really fuck her too. She... If you're married to her, you can fuck her all you want, right? I that's mean, that's true. part of it. You but can fuck not... her. You that... fuck the shit out of me, although... That gets around That the... freaks you out right now, so... What? Fucking the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. I don't want to... Well, I don't like to fuck... Like, you know, have too rough a sex right now with you being pregnant. Although, you know, you say it's fine, but... I don't know. So... <laughs> but, yeah, the you, you, you have to almost ignore the fact that you're going to be married and fucking all the time when you play this game because yeah. that gets her because then you have to think about the dynamics of marriage i mean that's part of it she might tell you no it's almost like who you'd like to to just have a one night stand with or you know just get with and not and not deal with anymore just who mm-hmm. i want to fuck and that's it i think you all like the thing you don't have to do with the other two categories with with fucking blow you have to take the personality into consideration when you're yeah thinking about the marriage one yep. so it's always interesting those are those are three good ones those are those are those are hot ones I, I, I was a little I was a little nervous on what what, what you're gonna say. When well, you... I was originally considering um, Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, and I was trying to come up with a third one. I wasn't quite sure what I was I gonna do the how... third one. A leprechaun? I don't know. But I thought that's that's weird. So I'd really have to explore some pansexuality there. I'd really have to decide what I'm gonna do because those are all <laughs> you would. those are all male characters. So oh, the Easter Bunny. Uh, yeah, I guess that's male. <laughs> They're all. It's also but... a little bestiality there. So. Yeah. So. I think with that we were, you know, we're this episode is running pretty long. I mm-hmm. think we were gonna do a couple more things, but I think we'll hold those off until next time. Sounds like a plan. So let's wrap this bitch up. All right, <laughs> bitch is getting rapping, but I won't rap because I'm a white girl and I can't. So as usual, please uh, send us your questions, comments. We want to have a, a questions podcast soon. So if you have any questions or or interesting things to say, stories, anecdotes, send them our way. You can email us at swingingaround at gmail.com. No G at the end of swinging. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. And please put us, uh, give us some ratings. Recon- recommend us to your friends, your swinger friends. Not your swinger family. Maybe your swinger family. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember like on our first episode, you're like, recommend us to your swinger friends and family. I don't know. It was just funny. It's, friends and family just rolls off the tongue. It does. I know. So anyway, rate us on iTunes. Uh, we've gotten some great feedback, so we appreciate that. We'd love to continue to get feedback from more of you. And you can also find us on our blog, which is swingin-around.blogspot.com. No G at the end of swinging. And you can also follow us on Twitter at swingin' around. 
Did I forget anything? No, no G at the end of swinging on Twitter. No yeah. G at the end. Everything that we have nothing is, has a G at the end. Nothing is. Come on, this is swinging or swinging or swinging, swinging around. So yeah, no, no G at the end of anything. But yeah, please follow us on Twitter and please, please write in, send us some questions. We love hearing. We mm-hmm. we get plenty of email. That's we 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 enjoy hearing the or seeing and reading the emails that you know say that you love you, you like the show. But send us some questions, some some things you like us. To, if and even if it's not a question, but you just want to have us, you know, you want to you have a topic for discussion that mm-hmm. you want us to discuss, or if you disagree with something we've said, anything. Yeah, yeah, we would love to hear. Like, like, like I said, we, we get the emails that are saying you love the show, which is great to hear, but we would like to hear a little bit more specific. Do you like the topics? What about the topics? What are your comments about the topics? Do you agree with the things we said? Do you, do you do agree you... with Cal and his male chauvinism today? <laughs> I don't... Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Eh, we'll leave that for the sexual respect show. So, yeah, we, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So, all right, everybody. Stay sexy and stay swinging.